Welcome to Dating Walk, the podcast that records the ups and downs of dating in your 30s. I'm your host, Wyndham Juno, and this is episode six, Making Friends and Dating Trends. A quick note before we start, this is the halfway point of the season. Thanks to everyone for your reviews and your feedback, for sharing the podcast and for writing in. It helps, we hear you, and we're super excited to say that we've got another six episodes coming your way. Now, my next guest is someone I met last year. Since dating is usually the main topic of our conversations, I asked him to come on the show, and he said yes. Umberto is a passionate Italian man, super intelligent, with lots of observations and opinions. We talk about how we use the dating apps, the levels of bad dates, what's going on in the dating world, and why we think that. Here he is. So, my name is Umberto. I'm Italian. I'm 38 years old, I'm uh, straight, and uh, what was the last question about? Like which dating apps or services or how are you dating? I tried a little bit of everything I would say, um, and now I'm using Tinder mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes Field. Can you define what does dating mean to you? I would say that uh, uh, I'm pretty easy with dating because I'm a a very social person, Mm -hmm. I'm a very curious person. So for me, dating is just uh, meeting new people, uh, in my specific case, ladies, and then just having a nice talk and uh, just to explore the vibe and to learn something from someone. And I started dating because uh, um, I was in a long relationship with a lady that uh, uh, I had a very nice relationship with for six years. And then uh, suddenly at a certain point we broke up mm-hmm. and uh, I realized that for the first time in my life um, I uh, didn't have a lot of a lot of friends outside of her friends because I moved from another country uh, to where I live now okay. uh, for her no. and somehow out of love everything was super nice and I didn't make uh, a lot of uh, personal friends yeah. and then when we broke up she uh, so all the friends said okay we would like to stay in touch with you but I wanted to make it easier say okay let's break up as friends as well Aww. but then as a result I was like fuck I, I don't know you know I know I don't know three or four people and it was super different from all the other experiences I had in other countries so Aww. I said you know what I take the uh, dating apps and just meet just to meet people and whatever okay. and let's see have you have you made friends from dating actually yes <laughs> i met <clears throat> my two best friends uh in uh, in this country um through actually through tinder really yes yes they're super cool amazing ladies i love them i really really <laughs> love them but somehow we became friends and we are very close friends so yeah, I'm very actually I'm very happy that I uh, that I use the the chat to meet them. Did you intend to? Because you said so you broke up and you were kind of using the apps to meet people, reusing them more with the intention of finding friends or dating or some like how did this come about? So of course immediately after uh, the breakup, I was yeah. not necessarily interested in. Uh, in uh, dating from a romantic point of view, mm. but I wanted to meet people. Yeah. And then I, um, for example, I think the first app I downloaded was uh, Bumble. Mm-hmm. And Bumble, I don't know if it's also now, but at the time I had the chance to uh, meet also friends, Bumble for friends. Yeah, BFF. And I was like swiping uh, on guys 
and these guys were so lame honestly that guy's <laughs> like wow i mean honestly i don't want to meet these people and then i said okay let's go on the female side yeah and then yeah and i started uh starting uh, meeting people and i remember that uh, actually one of my two best friends here yeah um was my very first uh, date after my long uh, relationship really? and then we had an amazing date it was super fun yeah super fun and then i told her i say listen uh, i'm a little bit uh, uh struggling now because i found you super cool but you are literally the first person that i'm meeting after <laughs> six years relationship and she told me you know what i mean i totally understand i mean i uh, when i started using the app it was after it was after my divorce and then uh, mm. you know just do whatever you want. I really like you as a person as well. Just let's stay in contact. Let's do nice stuff together and that's it. No shit. Yeah, it was very nice. And now you're still friends. Yes, yes. This is one of your two best friends now. Exactly. No exactly. shit. And is she also dating currently? Um, I think so, yes. So, okay. You had a long relationship, broke up, made some friends. Have you been using the apps to look for romantic dates as well? Well, when I, uh, when I was dating, since I was uh, really open to, to everything, I thought if I find an amazing person, I become a mm-hmm. friend, it's fine. Uh, if I find uh, the love of my life, it's fine. If I find uh, just a super strong sexual connection, it's fine. Everything was fine, to be yeah. honest. So, of course, I was um, very open to uh, meet ladies and I always said the same it's like literally i mean this is my goal yeah. it's basically whatever and then if i match and if i click with a person i'm open for everything that feels natural yeah so i had really a lot of dates and then uh, some of them were just uh, one time we met nice chat and that's it but yeah. i would say that um, what i really liked and maybe because i'm a social person is that uh, from every date i learned something so you always hear the story of a person and there are pieces that you can relate to and others that are completely different from you. And no matter what, you learn something. And the really worst case scenario for me was like, let's, you know, maybe after one hour, you say, thank you, you pay the bill, you say, yeah. bye-bye, and, and that's it. But this is really the worst that can happen, or at least what I thought. What the, could it be the, the worst? <laughs> Hold on. What is the worst that can happen on a day? Well, there are a lot of options I discovered. <laughs> Let's start with the uh, uh, worst case scenario, level okay. zero. Yeah. You, you just don't match. You okay. meet in person, yeah. you have some expectations. Maybe you chat a lot, you have a nice vibe in the chat, and then you say, okay, let's meet. And then just in person, there is something that goes wrong. Mm. So for me, it was never uh, in terms of catfishing or something like this. You've never, never been catfished? No, okay. but I have a caveat on this. Because, uh, you know, I, uh, I swipe on ladies and ladies really like to use filters most of the time. Ah. So every time I see pictures, I always assume that the person doesn't look exactly like in the pictures. <laughs> oh. Because, you know, if you have so many filters, uh, yeah, you can transform yourself. So I have a very low expectation from an aesthetical point of view. And of course, I swipe for ladies that I like. Yeah. But uh, um, when I, uh, yeah. When I meet, I mean, like, uh, I am always prepared for the worst. And as a yeah. result, actually, I never, uh, I was never disappointed because, oh you know. Then we have a, a little bit, uh, let's say, let's call it a le- a level one. The level one for me is that uh, you, um, 
you, you meet a person and then mm. you end up in situations that uh, you don't uh, necessarily feel comfortable with. Mm. And I'm not talking about uh, sexual experiences, etc. I'm talking about in general experiences. Okay. Sometimes there are people that are reacting very emotionally to something that happens. Sometimes you, you cannot communicate properly and then you don't know the vibe, you don't feel the vibe. Mm. And then for me, it's a little bit problematic because I think I'm quite uh, empathetic as a person. Yeah. I perceive usually quite well the vibe of a person and sometimes I was totally clueless and uh, maybe I in order to uh, unlock the situation I tried to give some input in any direction yeah and when I didn't perceive that the meaning of the, 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 the their input I was totally confused so sometimes I came back home think, thinking okay Definitely, definitely she didn't like me or she was bored or whatever and maybe I received a message like well, it was great I want to see you again so that is like my risk okay. level one it's like not perceiving the person yeah. you, don't, you don't understand what's going yeah, on yeah. so this is uh, how many levels are there I would say that the next one is the, is the traumatic <laughs> experience let's say that something goes completely wrong <laughs> oh is, yeah. okay I was thinking that like okay so level two traumatic what does that entail <laughs> Well, that one is uh, if something happens that yeah. really changes your perspective of life or dating, etc. Have you but had it, those? Um, well, once I had a date with a, with a lady uh, who is uh, obviously bipolar. Oh. And uh, yes, and we ended up in a situation that I was a little bit, uh, a little bit confused slash scared. And, uh, you know, I came back home safely, etc. But still, was a... In a nutshell. Yes. That was a very, very short version of the story. Yes, yes. Indeed. Is it something you feel comfortable sharing more about? or? Um, maybe I can share with you... Uh... <laughs> maybe I can share with you my very, very first date uh, ever on Tinder. Please. That it happened really, I think... Wow, it was even before the story I mentioned, the long story. So it was like maybe eight years ago, nine years ago, something like this. Okay. And uh, I went uh, for this, uh, this date. I, was, uh, uh, I moved to, from Italy to somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, um, and of course, I was swiping and I just got to know Tinder through uh, an Italian guy. There is this kind of stereotypically Italian guy that you see in the movies, you know, like that yeah. he, he wants to be the uh you know the seducer whatever so he downloaded basically all the apps in my on my phone mm. and he told me you know you have to uh, you know to meet more people etc etc basically was swiping uh, positively swiping on every I human know. being uh, possible so as a from a statistical point of view of yeah. course i had certain matches and uh, one lady over there told me okay uh, let's go for the let's go for a for a drink and then being a, an Italian guy yeah. for uh, living uh, at the time abroad for after a long while, I felt very cool. I felt, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be the macho, caliente, Latino seducer, whatever, mm. etc. And then I went to this date and then uh, we started drinking and uh, I am not necessarily super good in uh, uh, holding alcohol. Let's say I cannot stand alcohol too oh. much. Okay. So we, end, we ended up we ended up with her being totally immune to alcohol and me completely tipsy, totally tipsy. And um, um, at the end of the night, in any case, it was a pleasant night. And I say, okay, yeah. have a good night. We had two kisses, and the second kiss went a little bit on the lip. And honestly, just like the, a 
Yes, exactly, exactly. And then okay. the second one was a little bit on the lips, but I didn't do it on purpose. And she told me like, okay, I have to tell you something. I'm a very religious girl and I don't do this kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, this is a, uh, okay, it's fine, sorry. And, uh, but then I thought, okay, the way I read the situation is that she didn't like me or not enough or something like this. Okay. Then I said, okay, it's fine. The day after I just uh, uh, said, thank you. Uh, was a, thank you for the pleasant uh, evening. Yeah. And that's it. And then at 4 p.m. she uh, ring at my intercom and she said, okay, I'm downstairs. I want to see you the day after. And I was totally confused. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I offered her something to, to drink and then she literally jumped on me, literally jumping on me. What? And I was like, okay, what do I do now? I mean, I felt a little bit uh, like the equivalent of a, a little girl in a, in, a, <laughs> in a strange situation. And then at the very end, I said, okay, you know what? It's fine. She's a nice looking lady. I can go for it, whatever. So she... After two minutes of, uh, well, as you can imagine, nothing special because it's two minutes, uh, she looked at me in, in a very serious way and she told me like, okay, this is a sin. <gasps> and then I was like, okay, this is a little bit of a complicated situation. I really thought maybe she has a knife, she's going to stab me in the eye or something like <laughs> this. So as I somehow I was able to calm her down and, uh, well, long story short, then I ghosted her. It's a little bit longer the story, but uh, this is the short version. Have you had more experiences where women are like, actually, I'm religious? Yeah, yes, but uh, I would say that, uh, and I don't want to generalize because everybody yeah, has his own, uh, his own way, but uh, I would say that people that are, uh, what I experience is that people that are really... Uh, following too many rules that could be religious, could be whatever political, could be the way you eat, the, the, whatever you do in, uh, in life. People that are very strict on certain rules, somehow they uh, have also the opposite effect. Sometimes they get completely wild on the other side, let's say. And then uh, uh, that's the reason why uh, yeah, I'm always fascinated, let's say, by people that are living on the extremes of these uh, uh, preferences in life. Are you dating anyone consistently right now? And why or why not? So at the moment, uh, not. And uh, um, the reason is, uh, well, there are several reasons, right? Why people uh, uh, do or do not uh, uh, engage in uh, a little bit more stable relationships. I would say that uh, I, being a very curious person, I, I tried uh, uh, several options, you know, also options that normally are not in my nature or not uh, in my preference. But I thought, okay, you know what, let's, let's explore. So for me, dating is also a little bit almost a sociological uh, research. And mm. uh, um, well, th- recently I thought that uh, I would have uh, preferred to find a, a, a partner. There is a little bit of a, in my point of view, a co-pilot of, a, of your life. So somebody that is a little bit of your body that you can rely on, uh, you know, because sometimes it's also, you know, nice to create some, uh, um, uh, I would say, some uh, rhythm or some uh, uh, routine in your life. And yeah. these routines can also entail relationships routine. 
But in 2023, since now we are in 2023, I find <laughs> that uh, everybody is fascinated about uh, concepts like uh, open relationships, uh, situationships, whatever ships, uh, etc. And uh, mm, we are more and more scared to take positions and not only in relationships. So if you see, for example, also uh, is a less and less common for people to take clear position on stuff, mm. you know, if you like, let's let's talk about food. If you like meat, yeah, it's very rare that somebody will tell you openly, OK, I like meat, you know, Everybody's like, yeah, it depends. Maybe I like meat only on Friday, <laughs> only if the meat comes from whatever, the farm, etc. Or if, if we talk about uh, politics, it's more difficult that somebody will say, yes, I'm from left or right, etc. I am from, I'm liberal, but depending on Friday, I do this or this, you know. So, and I think this is like something that uh, reflects also in relationships. So people are more, uh, I wouldn't say afraid, but more curious or incentivized to keep everything in the middle, to keep every door open. And this mm. is, a, a, it is what it is. For me, it's not necessarily yeah. right or wrong, but uh, also creates a, a, a higher level of entropy. And then these create a, a little bit more uncertainty in our life. So if you have uncertainty in your work that is what is happening right now in yeah. general if you have uncertainty in your relationship if you have uncertainty in your sport that you cannot commit even to do you know uh, three months uh, three month uh, uh, agreement with the, with the gym so i think that this level of entropy is making our life a little bit more complicated to handle and, uh, and this is what i also observed in dating uh, the ladies i met they were like okay for example uh, for the one that liked me, said, okay, I really like you, but uh, I come out uh, from, from, a, from a long relationship, so I want to explore, which is super fine. Yeah. Or, uh, yes, I like it, but I want to have an open relationship, which is still fine. Or, yes, I like it, but I want just to meet a lot of people and discover myself, which is fine. But yeah. I, I find almost that a monogamy is becoming like uh, the exception. And I like diversity as somehow monogamy is becoming more and more sexy for me. Um, what is the, let's say, what type of people are you dating and what is the age range that you're dating in? Uh, this is a very, very uh, interesting one. At least I find it interesting because I, um, I grew up being more interested in older ladies than me. Okay. Because I always uh, found uh, uh, a person with more experience, more interesting to listen to, because yeah. they have just a richer life to talk about, you know, a better experience. And then, of course, I grew up, now I'm uh, 38, so uh, older ladies, I mean, uh, also come with some uh, technical issues. So if one day, for example, I want to have kids, and if I date a 50 years old lady, of course, there is no, no chances, or very few mm. chances, let's say. So I decided to open myself to younger ladies. There was a little bit uh, something exotic <laughs> indeed. And, uh, and then one day I decided, you know what? Let's not put any limit, let's say. And then let's see where, where do I match, etc. Mm -hmm. I still don't prefer necessarily very younger ladies. Uh, ladies that are much younger than me. But then for uh, one uh, specific uh, experience or trial, okay. the same week, uh, the same uh, week, I went for two dates, one with a lady who is uh, 25. Yeah. Then then when we were at the date, she told me actually I lied, I'm 21. <gasps> and I was like, 
Okay. No. Okay. Why would she lie? She's 21. I don't have a clue. And what I was like, okay, you know what? Let's 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 go do for the date. You know whatever. And then the same uh, uh, the same uh, week, I went for a date with a lady who was 55. Okay, and, so about uh, the same direction in either way. Yes, and I was like, yeah, let's let's go for it, let's try. And in both cases, it was not a match for other reasons, not the age. Yeah. But uh, I would say I'm quite uh, quite open. But if I have to uh, imagine a more realistic uh, preference that I have, uh, since I'm 38, I would say, well, I never thought about that. Let, let me be a little bit analytical now. I think maybe uh, the lower part would be 30, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, the upper part would be maybe my age. Because now, if I, let's imagine that I have an amazing uh, match and let's imagine that I get very inspired to have kids, etc. Yeah. If I meet, uh, meet a person that is older, it's a little bit more complicated. What is your distance radius? How far are you willing to travel for dates? Okay, this is a funny one. I think I'm quite lazy, to be honest. So, um, again, at the beginning of my exploration, I had no uh, problems in uh, dating people from, uh, you know, 100 kilometers away, something like this. Um, I changed quite radically Mm -hmm. because I think that, uh, and this is related to what I prefer, because I prefer a little bit established emotional connection with people and to have... uh, uh, something to uh, I like to meet people to do something nice uh, together even if it's mm-hmm. not for a real real relationship but I still like to create a, a, an emotional connection and if you uh, date someone that is uh, one two hours away from you it's very difficult to make it uh, spontaneous and natural yeah there is never the moment in which you say you know what I just came back from the gym I don't know mm. and uh, should we just have a walk or have a drink or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I don't prefer this kind of planning attitude of we're going to meet in uh, three weeks or in <laughs> one week time or 10 days. And, uh, you know, and then if you are uh, if you are so distant, it's also, you know, uh, affecting these, uh, these yeah. decisions. Yeah. So what is it now? Yeah, I think now it's like maybe 20 kilometers, something <laughs> like this. <laughs> much yeah. closer. Yes, much closer. Much I'm closer. the same way. I'm. I don't want to go that far. Yeah, you don't want to take the train to visit. Uh... Oh, come on, like it's a lot of work and energy, and like you said, at you know, the end of a work day, you can't really be spontaneous. If yeah. you need to go, let's say realistically, if they live an hour away, that's an hour and a half door to door. Yeah. Plus, like, should you pack an overnight bag? Is that weird? Yeah, and also I think that these are decisions that uh, uh, that you take based on uh, experiences that you had in life, right? Because mm-hmm. I had some uh, long distance relationships with amazing uh, ladies, and then uh, uh, the uh, what I learned, and again this is my experience. Maybe other people had uh, completely different experiences. That yeah. uh, you know when uh, when you're in a long distance relationship, uh, you have uh, uh, you have two parallel lives. Let's say. One is the, the one with your partner in which you see each other, let's imagine, once a month for a few days. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and then you do in a few days everything you didn't do for the entire month. So, of course, that experience is amazing. You do yeah. everything super cool, uh, big emotions, everything is amazing. 
And then for the other three weeks, in my specific case, you uh, just go back to your normal life. You have different rhythms, you have people that you meet that cover uh, the, the same needs that you normally have in a relationship. Maybe you have one mm-hmm. friend you go to the cinema with, another friend you do sport with, another friend you watch the movies with. And basically yeah. you take surrogates of uh, your relationship during the entire period that you don't see each other. And then again, you see each other is amazing. But then at a certain point in life, you reunite, right? Yeah. And so when you, the moment in which you reunite, you are just living a different life. There is not your life by yourself with the surrogates. It's not your life with uh, your partner. There is the amazing, super exciting life, but it's a new life. So it doesn't mean necessarily that that new life is compatible for you the same way it was during the long distance relationship. And that's the reason why I learned I don't want it. Okay, being that we live in a big city, so I was on Tinder for a hot second, mm-hmm. right? And I also found this, but I'm curious, what is your experience? Is it filled with only visitors? <laughs> like, are there actual real people who live here on Tinder as well? On Tinder? Um, yeah. Well, I would say that uh, I, I tried a little bit of uh, all the apps and I don't find any difference in the apps, to be honest. Really? Uh, for me, every app, in every app, people tend to mirror your behavior. If you are behaving a little bit serious, they somehow behave serious. If you behave like a turbo slut, of course, also in that case, they... Really? But this is my experience. I'm not saying that it's like this, okay. but it is what I experienced. And uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, on Tinder, I would say that uh, I, I see any kind of people. So people that are looking for one-night stands, people that are looking for serious relationships, tourists, and yeah, you just read the, uh, the, the bio and that's it. What does your dating profile look like? Uh, it's very honest. It's very transparent, <laughs> so. to be honest. I put some pictures of myself uh, in, a, uh, of course, you try to put the cool looking pictures, mm-hmm. um, but pictures that are representing what I do. And then, uh, for example, I am a person who likes to wear shirts. So I have a, a <laughs> pictures in shirt. Uh, I, I like to do very unusual activities. So, for example, I have one uh, in which uh, I was doing cow cuddling. So basically they teach cow you, go, you go to a farm and they teach you how to uh, behave with cows in a way that you calm them, etc. So I have this kind of farmer look like a picture that uh, my gay friends say that uh, looks like uh, the beginning of a gay porn movie. (laughs) And I think I have one a little bit with extreme sports because I like to do extreme sports. Mm -hmm. And then there is a, in my description, there is a, um, well, I I don't remember what it is, but it's something very, very normal. Like, uh, you know, I'm I'm Italian. I like to do this, a little bit of jokes because I like to make jokes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, and something like, yeah, we vibe if you are also spontaneous, energetic, happy, like me. Yeah. And that's it, honestly. And then most, most of the time there is a call to action, like, okay, if you just want to, you know, have a nice chat, etc., just ping me and let's meet for a coffee or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's so very, very honest, honest and transparent. And clear. Yeah. Yeah, like what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, I want to circle back. Because you mentioned that, so... Finding monogamy nowadays is like exotic. Mm-hmm. Um, is there is there a 
difference in the like the ages because you're dating now younger and mm-hmm. older do you find that one generation or one group of people is more likely to lean towards one like the let's say the monogamous end of the spectrum to the completely polyamorous end of the spectrum it sounds a little bit of a statistical, uh, yeah, sociological said, well, question. You so are doing sure, sociological I'm, research. I'm, I'm not sure that I have thousands of examples. <laughs> no, of, no. No, but, uh, um, in your experience. In my experience, I think it's a matter of uh, phases uh, in life. So the, the, what I observe is yeah. that uh, um, there are people that, uh, you know, like uh, are... Uh, uh, freshly, uh, um, how to put? So for 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 uh, financial reasons, at least in this country, there are there are incentives for pe- young couples to live together. Yeah. So and then there are a lot of young couples that start living together, and then they do crazy stuff, and they do party, and then after some few years, they say, okay, let's have a kid or let's get married, etc., etc. Yeah. After this phase, what I observe, because now we are surrounded by a lot of input, so something that the generations before, uh, before us didn't have, my grandparents, I mean, most mm-hmm. probably had two options or three options to, to, to get married to, right? And, yeah. then, and then that's it. Nowadays, either you are in a couple, not in a couple, etc., you, you have so many inputs from, from the society. Yeah. So, uh, so this, after this moment of getting married, having kids or whatever it is, etc., then there are people that just break up. And this can happen uh, at whatever age. Yeah. I met this situation for people that were maybe 28 years old and others that were like uh, almost 40 years old. So I wouldn't associate it to the, the age itself, okay. but the phase of life they, go, they are going to, through. Yeah, this um, having so much choice, like you said, your grandparents had like three choices, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And even our parents, I think. Yeah, exactly. They had fewer choices. And now it's, there's always swipes waiting Mm -hmm. and there's always someone out there and there's always someone passing through and this is the the paradox of choice true and if you put it even more analytical so think about we are now how many eight billion people in uh oh my god if we cross the eight line i don't know i'm gonna check but let's imagine it is eight billion (laughs) so statistically speaking there are chances of meeting a very good match so that are very high, even if it's a 0.000 whatever percent, it means that maybe you have, uh, in the world, 250,000 amazing match, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, this is the reality. Uh, And this is also what is making confusing. We have so many choices, you know? Yeah. And this is is why I was saying at the very beginning that, uh, you know, I find exotic almost to say, okay, let's go for one and let's see how it goes. I'm not saying that I am great in doing this yeah, because I'm still yeah. single, but uh, I find it very interesting. Um, given that you are 38, mm-hmm. what do like what is the relationship status of the people around you, and how do you feel about that? How do you fit in? How do you not fit in? Well, um, I think that uh, I have a lot of uh, divorced friends. I have uh, some. Uh, friends that are in uh, long-term relationships in, or married, etc. Yeah, and then, and then I, I would say that uh, there is not a normal. Let's say there is a, not an average. I would say that on average, people that I know around me 
and maybe because I'm not representative of a, of a specific sample, because I am an expat, I am living in a big city, uh, I have a, a, what here they would call a sort of high level of education, and then I'm not representative of the average person of this country. Okay. So maybe it just I'm just representing a minority, but what I see around me yeah. is indeed people that are divorced, and they're going uh, through slutty phases maybe now or already going in the, in the second after a slutty phase uh, uh, in, a, in a more serious relationship again. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know, maybe I don't have a very smart answer. But no, this no, is like no, very... I'm asking how you feel about that. I feel, I feel fine. I feel fine. When I was in the long-term relationship, I wanted to get married, I wanted to have kids. Yeah. And I was very happy about this. And then I became single again and never met anyone that gave me this feeling again. So yeah. in, in the future, yes, I would like to have kids, but you really, you cannot make kids randomly, right? You have to find a good match. Oh. I think in my perspective, <laughs> the kids should be the product of love between two people. Mm. And then if I don't have it, I'm fine not to have kids. What are you looking for in a partner? Are you looking for a long-term partner? Answer that question. For I would like it. I would like, like it. it. Yes, yes. I, I would like. I like the concept. Yeah, it's it's a. I, I don't know. This is a very very strange question. I, know, I mean, I don't I don't have question. a list. I don't have a list <laughs> you don't? of the, no. Actually, As no. As a fellow Virgo, you don't have a list of what you're looking well, for. Well, okay, being, to be honest, being a Virgo, my list is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, I uh, uh, I tend to fall in love for uh, sweet ladies. Because mm-hmm. I, I, t- I like to be a little bit of a sweet person as well. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I like to uh, fall for uh, ladies that have the courage to take initiative and to, to bring their own life where they want. Yeah. So I really like the concept of balance, that a person doesn't need me, but she, she chooses me because yeah. as, as a sort of partner in crime. So mm-hmm. I like independent, sweet ladies. Uh, yeah. And I would say a little bit funny because I really like to make a lot of jokes. And, mm-hmm. and I would say, Maras, that's it. Okay. What do you find the most enjoyable about dating? Um, listening to a beautiful story, you know? If somebody can tell me a beautiful story of their life, mm-hmm. no matter what, I'm happy. I'm just happy. Yeah, but it's the reality, right? I mean, uh, you, you hear something new, you learn from the eyes and the experience of somebody else about a part of the world that maybe you didn't uh, experience. At the opposite end of that question, what do you find the most frustrating about dating? I think that uh, it's uh, frustrating the fact that uh, we have, um, hmm, how to put it, I think there is a low threshold in, in, in uh, getting to know people mm-hmm. and we have so many options that basically people become a little bit assets in the, in the app. So when you're talking to Mr. or Miss or whatever is yeah. the name, it's just an asset. You ask always the same questions at the beginning, etc. You have the, the list of the people that you're talking to yeah. and they don't become uh, important up to the moment in which you meet them in person. So sometimes it's very easy to disconnect from people or to just ghost the people, etc. So since we are hiding behind the screen, yeah. it's easier to become impolite or behave in a way that we normally wouldn't do in the real life. It is a little bit frustrating. And uh, I try to be always polite or, yeah. or if I want to disconnect, I, I write down and say, hey, listen, you know, we didn't talk. I would like to meet. If this is not possible, it's better to disconnect. What do you think? Yeah. Something like this. 
and I try to do it, but of course I don't do always like this, but I met also, or I met with people that were really uh, impolite, really impolite, and I thought, wow, I cannot imagine that these people would behave in the same way in the real life. And this is what's frustrating, people that have a different way to be themselves just because they are yeah. hidden behind a screen. Okay, when is your next date? Well, this weekend. This weekend? And yes. what are you going to do? Uh, I think I'm going to do something uh, unusual, as usual. <laughs> so I was thinking about, uh, uh, I bought an um, uh, old uh, frame and an uh, old uh, canvas, and I would like to make a paint. And I think it could be nice to, you know, restructure the, the frame and to paint something together. And maybe it's shit, I'm going to throw it away. <laughs> and maybe it's nice, I'm going to keep it. But last question. Do you have any advice for people who are dating in their 30s? Yes, uh, it sounds pretty easy. Be very transparent in your communication because honesty and transparency, I learned that is, a, a, that is a, always, a, always brings something positive. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, just be yourself, right? I mean, at the end, what you want is to match with a person that likes you for the way you are. So yeah. don't try to be just different than, than, than what you are. Just be, be yourself and be transparent, and, and that's it. Dating Log is recorded and hosted by me, Wyndon Juno. It is produced by Harry Dark. Our artwork is in collaboration with Esme Hemming Studio. You can follow us on Instagram at Dating Log Podcast. Our website is datinglogpodcast.com. Check it out, we've just updated it. If you'd like to send us a message, you can slide into our Instagram DMs or send us an email at datinglogpodcast at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're enjoying the episode so far, leave a review and tell a friend. We'll see you in a fortnight. Please don't ghost us.